Welcome back to the City of Palms podcast. Two brothers got together, started a podcast to shine light on talented individuals in the Southwest Florida area. And that's just what we're doing. Thank you for watching, viewing, and subscribing. Episode 99 with Deep Creel. It's few and far between that you see people that you meet people now down here that are from that are born and raised here. Mm-hmm. You realize you that? That's yeah. Crazy. Like I was, you guys born in Cape or in San Carlos, actually. Right here, yeah, right, right down the road. Right, right, right. I mean, not born right down the road, but yeah, yeah. grew up. That right is down crazy. The road. I lived like all. So I've lived in like Venice, uh, Inglewood, Sarasota, uh, Arizona, like Peoria. I've lived in different cities and then Georgia for like two months. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're at in Georgia. Brunswick. Uh, dude, oh, it no, was it was terrible. Oh uh, shit. Damn. My high school had like 200 kids in it, so like first day it was like a movie scene. Like, people were running up to you because they haven't seen a new kid for like their whole lives. Like they were basically from kindergarten to high school, like the same group. Mm-hmm. So that was the crazy thing. It's crazy that mom still lives in the house too. My mom and dad still live in the house like we grew up in. Dang. We had a house fire and it burned down and then my dad rebuilt it and now they still live on that same property. Dude, that's it's crazy. Insane. So now when we go there to visit, it's just like how time has passed. It's like that's been our whole life through everything, you know? Yeah. That is... It's pretty cool. Were you like moving around all through like high school and then when you got here, you went back here and finished high school? So uh, it was like kind of elementary all the way up to high school. Um, I moved out when I was 14. So like... Damn. Yeah, my buddy's family took me in. Um, I just got tired of moving. So, like, from Arizona, I moved back, went to North, and then I moved to Georgia. So I went to high school up there, moved back, went to Island Coast, Mariner, and then uh, went back to North my sophomore year. So it was, like, it was an adventure, man, for sure. (laughs) Like, Arizona was even crazier um, just because, like, you know, you're a Florida boy, and then you go out to Arizona, and it's, like, whole different Dude, environment crazy like even florida to california is like way crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy not having beaches nearby too like i took i lived in pennsylvania for a couple years yeah. and it's weird like here you can get to a beach so easy you yeah. know just like drive you know a couple different directions 20 minutes and you're at a beach let alone water like you won't see water in arizona at all. yeah I that's mean. another thing you got to find a lake or something yeah. and it gets like super cold like everyone's like, oh, it's so hot there. Like it is, but like wintertime, dude, it drops down to like 20, 30 degrees. Like we go snowboarding in Flagstaff. Um, so it was like pretty crazy to get, you know, used to that climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even hiking, like I was talking before, you get up in the elevation, man, and it's like you get cold and like mm-hmm. it's harder to breathe and. It's pretty crazy. You mm-hmm. get up in like the vortex. You, ever get, you guys ever heard of that? Uh-uh. Mm. So like the vortex is like, it's like an energy level. Like I don't believe in like energies and all that, but you get like this crazy rush of like energy. So you guys. Are when you're in high altitude. Yeah. What? Yeah. So it's like something to do with like the way that Arizona is, or it's called the vortex. I haven't like looked up, you know, much about it, but. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Damn. Is it only in Arizona or just that? I honestly high don't know. Like, people would just be like, "Oh man, like you're up in the vortex right now," and you're like, "I was like 13, so you're, you know, you don't really know what they're talking about." <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, 
when I went back, I was 17 and I was like, you kind of notice like the difference. Like mm-hmm. you just feel crazy, man. Like you feel like you can go like hike another hundred miles. Like, I don't know. It's weird. That's weird. Yeah. What is it about? Isn't it the football stadium in Colorado? Like a lot of times when NFL teams play there, it's like I knew like certain players would sit out because of the ele- mile high stadium or whatever. It's so elevated that they have like, like issues so yeah. they can't even play i remember the steelers played there and like certain players were out and i was like damn like but it was because of the elevation i think it's mm-hmm. the air force the college like the college football uh stadium mm-hmm. i think that they like train they have to like wear a mask to that's get crazy used to the elevation i could be wrong on that but i'm pretty sure that's what it was Man, I wonder what that feels like, because I've never been... Pennsylvania had some, like, high elevated areas, like, where I lived was, like, on, like, super hilly terrain, but even I feel like it's very far from, like, what that elevation feels like, you know what I mean? It's, uh... Yeah, and then you come back to Florida, and you're like, what the hell? It feels so (laughs) weird, everything being so flat, for real. That's something I didn't even consider when I moved up there, because I was born and raised here, you know, just flat everywhere, no, 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 mu- not much of any hills other than the Fort Myers Beach Bridge, yeah. and then the, where I lived there, it was just like, bro, crazy. And my first time ever seeing snow was the morning I had to go to work at 4 a.m., and it was fresh <laughs> snowfall of the, of the winter, Damn. and so no snow plows, it was the beginning of winter, so they weren't like in a full system yet, the snow plows. And it was so early in the morning, they weren't, wouldn't have started yet anyways. So when I'm driving to work, dude, it was, I seriously was like so scared. I just like, <laughs> like to the wheel, you know, just, just going. Cause every time you'd go down a hill, you'd have a big hill to go up to get to like the next part of the road or whatever. And I just kept thinking like, bro, if I don't like make it all the way up, I might just like slide down yeah. or something. Were you but, like spinning at all? Like... Uh, yeah, a little bit, but it wasn't as bad. I, I feel like I handled it okay. Cause by the time you, you got... I lived on like back roads and stuff, so that was sketchy. But then once I got to like some more main roads, there were some car tracks or like a car in front of me that I could just kind of like stay, stay yeah. like in their pathway. So I wouldn't, but yeah, I was scared because I didn't know what it felt like, you know, to be in snow, let alone drive in snow on hills. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's crazy. like how I feel like, uh, like snowbirds are down here. Like it starts raining like crazy and they emergency flashes yeah, come on oh and they're just man. five miles per hour. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Like you'll see just like twenty of them, you know, going at it. This guy's got animals coming all out of nowhere. It's the cats we gotta worry about. He came up like nudging me. You like cats? Yeah, dude, I'm I'm pretty an animal person. Yeah. I hate cats. I'm really? allergic to them, even if I wasn't. I hate cats. Yeah? Yeah. I'm more of a dog guy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I don't really do snakes. Yeah. yeah. Snakes. Snakes are, snakes are wild. It's crazy how people have pet snakes. Oh, dude. Like, I watched, the uh, that? there's a guy on YouTube, or, like, Facebook. It's uh, Jay Historics or something like that. Oh, shit. I think I've heard of this guy. Dude pulls, like, 20-foot yeah, 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 yeah. pythons out, anacondas. I'm like, this guy's crazy. Crazy as fuck. Yeah, snakes? I don't trust them, man. No, can't. It's, it's can't. not worth it. Reptiles in general, man. Like, those big, uh, what are they called? Komodo dragons? Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Komodo lizards or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Can't trust it. <laughs> Can't trust it. Are you an animal person or not? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like dogs. Um, 
I really, I feel like I really only like dogs. <laughs> Where are you the per- I feel like someone told me, and it made sense, it might have been you, saying when it comes to like snakes and spiders and stuff like that, it's like you, you want a pet that you feel like has feelings towards yeah. you, you know, like if you like got hurt, it would like be upset, but yeah. something like a snake, like what, what is it going to uh, show you? I mean, I actually have chickens, really? my wife and I, yeah, we have chickens, but it's, uh, even them, you know, it's not like, I don't, you know, we do it for the eggs, really? not, not really like. So They're cute though. You get attached. They're cute. No, you don't get attached. <laughs> no. Not the slightest. Chickens, Not the slightest. man. They like. I feel like they have feelings. Like they like when you go to feed them, they all like bunch up. And yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. There's certain yeah. farm animals I feel like I'd love to have, like pigs. I bet pigs are pretty good pets. Dude, nasty. That's yeah. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Goats would be cool, but nasty. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. cows, even. I don't. I would never have a cow, but They're I feel like cows cool, are sweet. But everything smells, dude. Yeah. If you because once you get on that level, you need like farm size property yeah. and like areas for these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. Can't just like keep and them they, in the garage. They get out. Like my buddy has a couple of cows, and they're always out. Like they're super smart. They'll get out of their uh, like little pins. Be walking down the road, like someone calls them up, like, "Hey, man, your cows are out again." Yeah. Round them up. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was I was out at a job measuring windows, and cow just I was out in Naples at this like private property, and cow just like walks behind me. I'm like, "What the fuck?" He had like eight of them. I'm like, "Dude, Gosh. crazy, crazy." So then, what was with all the moving? Like, was there a reason, like, with your parents or something, like their jobs or something, having mom, you move all over? She just liked to move, so like. She would, you know, hey, let's move here. And so we'd, you know, end up moving. But uh, when you're in high school, man, like that's, it was more tough than like middle school. Being the new kid wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't bad being the new kid because you're so like used to it almost. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, yeah, what's up? Uh, making friends was never hard, um, but mainly like sports. So like when I, my first day in Georgia, I made varsity wrestling and baseball my first day. Like, that's how Damn. trash this school was. I never wrestled. I was terrible at wrestling. You just, like, sign me up. Yeah. Um, but, like, trying to, you know, keep as a team and, like, develop, it was just, it wasn't, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, luckily, like, my buddy's family took me in and, you know, pretty pretty lucky for them. So Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I, feel, I bet it's hard, too. Like, high school is a time where you're really, like, finding out who you are and, like, finding out where your passions lie, what sorts of, like, you know, hobbies are turning into more than that and potentially, like, things you want to go to college for and stuff. Was that hard at all? Like, going from – was it oh, hard yeah. for you to focus on what exactly you wanted to yeah. do? Yeah, and I mean, it's still still hard. Um, that was, like, when I was younger. Uh, so, like, I started Deep Curl when I was 19 and, like, worked at the hospital – you know everything in between was like how do you create a social life on like your dreams like your goals mm-hmm. and uh trying to figure out like what i'm pretty uh, realistic you know i try to keep it as uh, real as it gets and so like trying to sit down and like you know what's gonna make me not as successful but like what's gonna have me as an average life you know and, like, you got to put your goals and your dreams and kind of, you know, separate them almost. So, like, trying to figure out what was going to be the best thing, best option for me was the hardest. Mm-hmm. So, what about for you guys? Like, was that, like, with the podcast and, like, social life? You know? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's still tough. 
you know, to try to balance everything when you've got to, you know, you got to bring in a certain amount of money to pay the bills and you've got to, you know, do this. You got to feel fulfilled in something, you know, like if you have a passion or something, you got to be doing that. And if it's not making the bills, you need to have something making the bills. So you got to like juggle those two. Yeah. And we've, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we're not making a whole lot of money off this podcast, you know, so we, we have to still, you know, work and stuff, but we still make this work, which is good. Um, and it's been hard to, but not like hard, but where we used to have like on old schedules, so many days to make it work. Now we've like one day a week and that's all, that's all whatever. That's all side stuff. But yeah, it's like, it's, it's tough, but it still happens. Um, this guy even has like more of a personal experience with that too. Yeah, it's a little different for me because in high school, like I would always draw and like there was a lot of stuff I was into. Like we're both into skating. I've always been like into drawing and that was like one of the first things I remember thinking to myself. And I remember as a kid looking up on like Craigslist looking for freelance cartooning jobs because I was like, that's what I'm going to be, a freelance cartoonist. If not a pro skater, I'm going to be a freelance (laughs) cartoonist. And like that was just in my brain. And then writing too, I'd like write stories. And I always just thought like one of these things would do something for me eventually. And now I've kind of got to a weird space where like I've done all these things over the years and like gotten a little better at all these things over the years and whatever. And now it's like it's all culminated into just kind of what I do. I have a I have a side job that's making me money too, like an actual uh, like I work at a school and whatnot. But aside from that, like it's it's looking like all this stuff is going to kind of be what I do for a living, you know? Yeah. Cause I want to open a skate shop. Like I want to, I feel like that'll be the perfect way to, you know, cause I do the shirts and stuff for city of palms. Like that's all my designs and stuff. Oh, dude, and that's sweet, yeah. all of the, like any copy we need for websites or descriptions on YouTube is just like writing by me, you know, however I write the intros and bios and everything. So it just seems like the skills I picked up and little things I'm passionate about have like kind of contributed to who I am. And it's, still not very clear what exactly the like career is going to be but it's culminating you know what i mean yeah and that's kind of what i was kind of you know saying is trying to find like ways to you know pay for other like your dreams you Mm -hmm. know that was like my biggest thing with deep krill was like dude how am i gonna start a business at 19 you know you gotta pay for uh you know your car bill your insurance phone and it was just like you know if you're not making you know, full 40 hour week job, you know, trying to go to school on top of that. That was like the biggest brick wall that I ran into. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was like the hardest thing to go through because, you know, you're sitting there, you're like, man, I want to go out tonight. But, you know, you had to do website or graphic design and contact people for events. And you're just like, man, everyone else is going out. Like, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah. And then like your goal as an entrepreneur like starting a new thing you're wanting to make any money at all like you're you're trying to make money with your ideas or your product or whatever it is so let alone you know making money is the goal let alone making enough to pay you a livable wage and also profitable as the business you know it's just crazy struggle and i mean it's cool that like especially for you guys you know young young guys like going out and like you know fighting through that that's the biggest thing and like you said before like you guys are coming up on a hundred hundred podcasts like a lot of guys would have stopped you know a long time ago so like that's that's a pretty sweet thing yeah and what what we've mainly had to do and like me in particular is like find ways to make it all like serve each other you know what i mean like when when it comes to like the podcast and skateboarding and like our day jobs it's all kind of like 
intermingled to where it like fuels each other you know like me and yeah. danny work day jobs so a lot of times that's we'll talk about something like that on the podcast or we'll have experiences we'll talk about it on the podcast just yeah. as like a passion type thing but it people like listening to it so it's kind of like fueling the passion a little bit you know what i mean yeah that's awesome and that's that's how everything goes like experience you know mm-hmm. like you said you're gonna build from your experience like your life like mm-hmm. your future and that's what a lot of people i think uh, mess up on you know they have all this experience and they like don't put it to use or you know they don't have that passion that drive yeah and, uh, that's cool it's cool that you guys found that like, or or some people will like narrow narrow their vision a little bit too much we're like the i think if i've learned anything over like my adult years it's just that you you should try to spend as much time in your day doing things you like doing like yeah. things that make you happy as you can, even if they make you money or not. Like so many people strive for like, I'm going to be a pro like basketball player. So like I'm, I'm going to be, and like, that's all I'm going to ever do. But like, I guess that's maybe a bad example, but you know, you, you like, you have to do these things because they make you happy. And if you continue doing them, you're going to get really good at them. So whether it's art or writing or like anything in my circumstance, I've just tried to keep doing it. You know, even if like, it isn't looking like it's going to be what I do for a living. I like doing it and I'm getting better at it. And yeah. now like some of these things have made me some money. So it's, it's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Getting paid for what you love. You know, that's like the, the biggest achievement I'd say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it's hard when it starts to feel like a job or when it starts to feel like a chore. Like I was doing art full time for a little bit and it just got to a point where like, it just seemed like I wasn't, I had all this time to do art, but I wasn't as productive as when I work a full time job and do art in my free time. Just because like having that pressure of like, this is what you have to do to pay all your bills, draw something, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, that's so much harder than just being at work all day and thinking like, oh, I want to draw a picture of something like such and such. And then when you get home, just draw a picture of it for fun. You don't have to worry about like, I need to make $200 off this. So you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Was it like uh, commission paintings or was it like things that you wanted to paint and then would resell? It was a mixture because I would vend a lot. So a lot, anything I painted would just be on my vendor table. And a lot of it was just like things I liked, like anime characters or, you know, comic book characters or whatever. But a lot, most of my money was from commissions. And a lot of it was graphic stuff, like someone wanting a logo for 50 bucks or someone wanting like some sort of poster or something like that or a character for their brand. I realize like that's what burns people up the most is like working for other people. Like mm-hmm. not even if you're an entrepreneur, like, you know, the commission work. I know so many artists um, that do commission based and they're like, man, this is so like not what I wanted to do. And, and it's, it's weird because yeah. you're doing art for a living. Yeah. But it's just like when someone tells you, like, I want you to paint a green monkey because I like green monkeys, but you don't care at all about green monkeys. Yeah. You're just sitting there like trying. And it there was a time where I, when I was working full time, I didn't do commissions at all for that reason. Because there was sometimes like someone would want, they'd see I do cool anime characters and they would want a character from a show I had not seen. And a lot of like, in my opinion, the reason my paintings come out like cool looking is because I'm stoked about it you know I'm like dude I just watched the new season of like whatever and like I really want to paint a picture of this guy and if I don't even know what the show is a lot of times it doesn't even come out cool so the person's not happy you know what I mean yeah and that's like so with my artist I work with like a couple of different artists for the shirts um one of the recent ones was Cole Trent the guy is like a freaking beast he's from Coco like Coco Beach Mm -hmm. and he's like what do you want man and I'm like well what do you want to do like what because like you can't take away from an artist like like you said the green monkey like you could give a shit about it you know but 
so he came up with like this shark and like wrapped leaves around it and i was like dude i would have never even like gone out of my way to bring that up to you like hey i want a shark with leaves around it but it came out amazing um Mm -hmm. like with my breast cancer design it was influenced from like the birth of venus it's an old like really old uh painting i don't know if you've ever heard of it but uh the artist his name is israel he's one of my customers um we sat down and he like sketched it out i'm looking at like dude what the hell like he incorporated a mermaid and you know through like starfish sunglasses on it and so like i let my artists do what you know their passion is like you know what they want to do that day so if you take away from the artist like your art's going to be you know shitty yeah and that's the that's the thing like advice to anyone put placing a commission it's like you you need to be specific in what you need them to do for you but at the same time you can't be too specific like it was so funny the other day someone was in the garage and i have the worst in my opinion the worst painting i've ever done it was uh for our friend that he wanted biggie smalls drawn in cartoon style and i was like i can do that and then he wanted him to have a mr game and watch body like from Nintendo, so yeah. that it didn't like overcomplicate. I didn't. He didn't want like a whole portrait thing. So I was like, yeah. okay, like cartoon face of Biggie, Mr. Game and Watch body, and then he wanted him to be smoking a dab rig because the dude like did a lot of dabs yeah. at the time, and he wanted the dab rig to look like something New York related. Like he he suggested like a Statue of Liberty or something, and I don't really know what a dab rig looks like, so I'm just <laughs> like, okay. And I tried my best, and the Biggie face looks okay, but it just uh, the I made like an apple at the bottom, and then a Statue of Liberty going up that he was like smoking out of I guess and it just looked like it just looked so stupid whenever it came down to it and I was like dang but it was because of that it was like it was so specific that I didn't get any sort of like leeway you know what I mean I tried to give him exactly what he wanted but it especially with tattoos dude that's one thing I see a lot of people go wrong is they'll like sometimes just show a picture of a different person's tattoo and be like do that on me but it's like, bro, they're an artist like you should give them some some freedom to like huge yeah that is a huge hit like I'm all like sleeved up, but uh, I tell my guy, I'm like, "Yo, man, I trust you. Like, yeah. if you don't trust your tattoo guy, then then don't go to him." Yeah, know? and it takes yeah. research. You gotta like look at their styles, look at what they've done in the past, and if you want something kind of like ocean related or you want something space related, yeah. if they've done nothing like that, <laughs> don't go to them just because they're like the closest shop to your house or something. You know, it happens all the time. Like I know so many people that are just like, and that's I think, you know, going back to the art you know like you said commission people are just like oh man you do art can you do yeah you know whatever i mm-hmm. want and it's mm-hmm. like not every artist does particular things uh a friend of mine like can't do people like amazing artist, like crazy good but she just can't draw people like any marine life kills it but uh that's like the funny thing is people are like oh can you draw my my husband and she's like, I can draw a <laughs> sick ass mahi or something, and it's like, so that's uh, you can't take away from an artist, and I think that's anything. You can't take away from an entrepreneur. You know, if that's you know their dream and that's their passion, then don't cap them. You know? Yeah, I wanted to ask too for the for anyone listening who doesn't know, like, what is Deep Creole, and what made you start it at nineteen? Yeah, I was wondering that. So Deep Creole. It's my initials. <laughs> okay. Dalton Karubi, uh, DC. So a krill basket is like what they used to store fish in. So I was sitting, I was working at the college actually, FSW, um, and I was like brainstorming and krill basket. You know, I'm putting my 
dreams and my goals and my career it's deep you know it's kind of cheesy but that's like what my passion is you know to make a change for our waters so um i donate 10 percent to coral restoration my proceeds and for this shirt it's like a limited edition 20 percent back to breast cancer so nice. just trying to make a change for like our waters um so back you know to starting it i was 19 it's just like kind of when a little after you know news people or not news people but i'd say like um, YouTubers started coming out and saying like, hey, there's coral getting, you know, they're bleaching, they're dying, um, you know, Four Oceans was doing like the plastic cleanup, turtles with straws, like everything just started kind of popping up, you know, wherever I looked, it was just like our marine life is dying. Um, never really been like a huge marine life person, but it was funny you asked about the animals, like I've always been, you know, passionate about animals um never been like you know i want to be a veterinarian or something but would like to make a change mm -hmm. so um i was doing work at a place called where the fund it's a printing company and started talking to the guy and always wanted my own you know clothing line and um i wanted to incorporate you know the marine life with it so my friend annabelle brewster She's the artist I was telling you about with, like, the people. She her work is so sick, too. Oh, you've seen her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she did the mural on the side of, uh, what's that place called? Right by Botanical? Um, I think the, it's the um, deck the bar? Dive, 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 dive bar. Dive bar, yeah. yeah. She did, like, a cool Dude, shipwreck. She oh, wow. is insane. So, like, we were friends um, freshman year. We became, like, really close. I ended up moving um, and just kind of, like, brought to her attention i'm like yo would you want to like become partners um basically you do the art we'll do 50 50 and uh we started brainstorming you know with the coral and what our like goals were you know how we were going to do it we were both 19 so like you can only imagine you know fresh out of high school both going to school um i was working at the hospital and she was on the east coast so we uh she got me some designs together. I ran them on a couple of t-shirts and then we hit Vero beach for our first, uh, event. So it was pretty dude from February to, I think it was March or April. So we started deep curl in February, sat down, like ran the ideas and had our first event in April, April, or March Sick. of uh, 2019. So it was like, pretty crazy and then we had our last event at millennial brewery and we were with like people that work for national geographic uh ocean habitats they're like a big company um and it was crazy we were 19 you know so we were with like the big dogs captains for clean waters uh we were literally 19 just hanging out with these guys and making a change like they were so, heck yeah nice yeah. that's cool it was pretty crazy was it hard? We were talking with Judah about merch and, like, how hard it is sometimes to not only, like, come up with the designs, but also, like, the quality of your products, you know, the shirts you put them on, the hats and yeah. everything. Was that hard to, like, outsource at first, or was it pretty – did you have a good handle on it? So that was, like – it's still hard um, because I'm in, like, that quality control where I do everything local. You know, I give back to local. I can go to China and get the stuff, like, way cheaper, but I'm big on, like, the community – and like 
that's why I started this company was to inform the community, bring everyone together and like make a change. So I'm big on small business owners. And so I give back. And the cool thing is, is I get to like kind of sample what I want. Um, so they'll be like, Hey, how does this look? And I'm like, great, man. So with hats, it's hard because like, you don't really know the colorways. So like the colorway, like this gray, that's a good looking. Yeah. Like I came up with like the colorway and I was scared because you're like, dude, some people don't like gold and, uh, ended up killing it. So nice. Yeah. There's been hats where I've like ran them and they were, I think in my mind, I'm like, those things are so ugly and, uh, other people eat them up. They're like, Oh man, I love this. It's so different. And like, you know, that's the whole, I guess everyone has a different opinion. So, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had had any like huge setbacks so far with like uh, an order or something like that that just kind of like screwed everything up for one year or something like that? Not for the whole year, but like yeah. Um, no, man. The biggest thing was like COVID uh, stopped a lot of production. So like these hats for four months, I couldn't get any like any mm-hmm. colors. Okay. No vendor had them. Um, so that was like the hardest thing was everyone was wanting to order and I was like I don't have anything you know supply demand I didn't have anything um so that was a major setback because it was frustrating yeah because you're like having the customers but not having the stuff for them and like especially starting out you know I just started back um in April by myself so I'm like full ownership um Annabelle has you know a lot on her plate she's in like the entrepreneur program um and then she's in art at NSU so like I picked it up and since April, dude, that was like the biggest thing was, you know, you're starting back up, you're kind of nervous because you're by yourself now. And then uh, having the customers and orders are there, but you're like, sorry, like can't do it. Uh, These pink ones were very scary because I did pre-orders and then like couldn't find any pink long sleeves. Like Mm -hmm. nobody made them, uh, they made like neon but I can't do dark colors with like my prints because it takes away from like the actual image. So yeah, I was pretty nervous. Dang. Dang. That's so when did the, when did that shirt come out? Or is that um, so I just picked these up like yesterday actually. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so they're new, right? Because yeah. it's, that's next month. Yeah. Okay. So nice. I'm doing like from basically they're on my website now, but, um, from now to October. I was taking pre-orders for these and that's when I was scared because like the company ended up saying like, oh, that's the wrong pink. So I already had orders for the pre-orders and I was like freaking out, um, but everything worked out. So nice. yeah, pretty uh, pretty stoked. And then these are new, picked these up like last week with a couple other colorways. So. Okay. Yeah, the merch looks good, man. Yeah, I like those yeah, hats. Nice. Have you been sticking to just shirts and hats, or do you have other stuff too on the website? So that's like another thing that I'm kind of running into is I want to collab with like a lot of local, you know, people like custom rods. Um, I'm looking to do like some custom candles. So it's like far from what I do, but you know, at least you know the proceeds go back to coral restoration, and it's going to be like a beach beach scent candle. With like shark teeth nice. and like coral in it, so heck yeah, yeah, that's cool. But um, I'm trying to find the lady. Like when I was at Millennial, I met this lady that had these like coral necklaces, 
and okay. I like lost contact with her, but I'm trying to incorporate some of those necklaces within, you know, Deep Krill. Yeah. So I've been like searching every day, like trying to find this lady. Can't find her. Dang. It's pretty crazy. Dang. But, uh, you ever heard of her? <laughs> Was there anything specific that that made you like whenever you were younger that really stood out to you about the about waters around here like anything that happened or piece of news you heard or something that made you really realize dang this is like a serious issue anything in particular you so remember? red tide man like i remember i was probably like eight or nine my dad and i went fishing uh sanibel and like red tide was never really big you know as the media portrays it now um and the sickening thing is, like, the media still doesn't tell people, like, what's going on. So red tide is, like, basically a chemical that puts too much oxygen throughout the waters. So I don't know if you guys ever noticed what it is, but basically, like, uh, St. James City, Sanibel, there was, like, tons of dead fish, manatees, dolphins, um, and we're actually going through it right now. So Hurricane Elsa, I think it was... Um, brought like all of the stuff on the bottom of the bay up in Tampa and like was killing miles and miles of fish. Um, and that all has to do with like the runoff of Lake Okeechobee. So it's like pesticides and That's from all the farmers. Issue. Yeah. So Captains for Clean Waters, have you guys heard of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like fighting like crazy. I watched um, a documentary of theirs the other day and yeah. it was so touching, dude. Dude, they are like insane they are like cutthroat like they get to the point and they're like legit making a change and they're fighting the fight here and in alaska right because there's, uh, there's never, a, the, the whole documentary was kind of the parallels between wilds of alaska there's a certain like region or like zone or something that is kind of like the everglades here in that like certain man-made things have happened yeah. like the runoff from okeechobee that's like really just screwed up the whole ecosystem just like with the everglades that is, I haven't like uh, heard anything about the Alaska one, but the Lake Okeechobee one's like really bad. Uh, like the Army Corps are coming into it. Um, basically, there's like a petition to be signed because historically it's supposed to run off on the East Coast. Um, so they like run off, you know, Southwest, and it's it's pretty sickening, you know, how many dead animals there are. Like huge groupers, man. That are going extinct i you know they could feed families too if they weren't you know had a ban on them so that's like the the sad thing is there's like a lot of food for families you know that could be out there fishing for food or mm-hmm. whatever it could be yeah and let alone like <clears throat> restoring the habitats yeah um because it kills so many of like the bait fish and then that leads up to like you know your bigger fish your snook your drum so it's it's sad like it's crazy especially because of how beautiful like one of the best parts about living in florida and something i took for granted when i lived up north was that this is a beautiful place to live you know like we live Mm -hmm. where people vacation you can just go to the beach and just like have breathtaking views just like in your morning before you go to work or something but and it's like when things like this are happening it makes it so that it's like it just takes the beauty away of like the natural earth that's around us you know what i mean and that's like I think a lot of people in, around here like take it for granted, you know they don't yeah. understand like what's going on. Um, I I don't know if you guys remember like a couple years ago we had nasty red tide. Uh, my buddy like stays on St James Island, 
or like St. James City, and that's out on Pond Island, and um, it was like you couldn't see water; it was just straight fish. Jeez. You know, and basically the only thing that they worry about is like tourism. You know, they're like, oh, it's gonna take away from the tourists. You know, the money. It's like, why don't you worry about the people that live here? You know, people were getting sick. Yeah, um, I remember. Like, you couldn't go to the beach because yeah. you like get all you get that fungus in you or whatever. But, well, it has like issues with like respiratory. Um, a friend of mine's baby got sick. Jeez. She used to live on Fort Myers Beach, and it was just like, when is it gonna stop? You know? Yeah, that's yeah. that's a crazy thing. Yeah, and I wonder. We were just talking with uh, we had a guy Reginald on here the other day. We were talking about Fort Myers Beach and how it used to be like really cool place to go and just yeah. like pop in and this and that and now it just seems like it's kind of ru- like run i'm not there a whole lot so i can't say firsthand but like just seems like it's kind of run down a little bit as far as like when we were younger yeah i mean if you even look at pictures like it's kind of crazy a long time ago like 70s 80s the water is like crystal clear um even sanibel man like you know there's like those drone shots of like where the water's super clear and then the runoff yeah. of the river is mm-hmm. like it merges and it's the craziest thing ever it's sickening um you know sanibel if you go out to like north captiva the water is like so nice uh the sand is nice but if you go to fort myers beach everything's like murky and you know gross and that's not how the beach should be it's no. literally you can see it eye distance so it's you know, not that far of a, if you took a trip from Fort Myers Beach to Sanibel, like, from boat. Mm-hmm. So. I don't remember the name of the captain who was, like, the main, the main like, character in the film with for Captain for Clean Waters. Do you know who the main dude is? There's just a bunch of people. I've never, so I've only met, like, two of them, um, but I know Captain Daniel. Uh, I know he, like, has a huge role in it. Um, but there's so many people anymore with, like, Captains for Clean Waters. They actually have an office downtown and I was kind of in there for like maybe five minutes because they all had meetings, but they donated a bunch of stuff for their um, for a raffle that I held. Sick. And so like they had a boat hanging from the ceiling, like a stiff, wow. and they all had like the little cubicles. It felt like I was in Google or something. Like, Sick. Uh, That's and they awesome. They had like the the glass where you can like switch it and it can like uh, blur out almost. What? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, you can switch it back and it's clear. That's yeah. crazy. It was pretty cool. Like, it was a... You wouldn't even know that they were there. It's on Jackson Street. And um, wow. they're really big on giving back. So, like, that's the cool thing. Yeah, that was the cool thing about the film, too, is it was, it was like, super professionally done to where it looked like... The, the num- list of, like, sponsors behind the video was, like course they that probably had a lot of money go into it but it looked like something national De- geographic like just stunning drone shots like super cool slow-mos of animals Dude, and they're stuff. they're huge like yeah. they are they're gonna go worldwide like i hope so yeah they're gonna change the, the runoff and then they're gonna go like fight something else yeah and, like that's the cool thing is that like i said they're so cutthroat like they're gonna change this and then they're gonna keep going and going and going like um it's cool, like, to have a team like that, mm-hmm. so... And there was footage of him, like, driving his truck over, like, the Fort Myers Beach... Or, not the Fort Myers Beach Bridge, but the bridge going, like, to North Fort Myers. And it was cool to see, like, our town, like, our yeah. home, you know, like, I know that bridge. Like, I've driven there before. And he's just driving, like, while the narration is talking about the issues. And, like, that's the thing, too, is these dudes know what they're talking about. Like, yeah. they, they've lived this since they were kids. And that's that was so touching about the, the piece, too, was he like draws back to his parents and how like fishing with his dad when he was a little kid like now he's in his 40s or something and like 
it just kept showing these old pictures and old videos of him on the boat with his dad, like bonding in the clear waters and just like his dad had been doing it since he was a kid and just seeing how it's all developed now him as an adult, it's like that beauty isn't there anymore and like yeah. the abundance of fish and just the health of the ecosystem isn't there anymore. And the the video like did a great job at illustrating that of just like this is what it was, this is what it can be, this is what we did to it and yeah. now this is what it looks like, you know? And that's like my biggest goal. A lot of people are like you know what like what are you trying to do and i'm like well i want my like future you know family my kids to be able to like see what a sea turtle is and like yeah see what coral is and like just that natural beauty like you know oh that's a dolphin you know or a manatee yeah, dude like see, kids might like you know we're on the path to kids ne- not knowing what they are because they're gonna go extinct and yeah. that's like tragic i remember when i was in middle school or elementary school going to like the don't remember what it was called but mud flats or no 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 Something like that. But they had a bunch of manatees. And I was yeah. just mind blown as a little kid. Like, they're like giant cows underwater. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's, that's like, the biggest thing is, you know, even coral. Uh, I just talked to this lady, like, last week. She's like, oh, I used to go dive in, in the Keys. Like, my family had a house down there. Would go every summer. And she's like, so I've been doing that since I was little. And, you know, the past couple of years, I'd go out, go to my favorite, you know, bay, my favorite reef. And there would be, like, nothing. She's like... I literally had tears in my eyes because like the color wasn't there and everything was dead. Um, and so like that really hit me. I was like, man, you know, someone's like favorite thing to do as a kid. Um, and that's like life changing, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, you notice that something's happening and something bad is happening. Um, so that's what I, like my goal is to kind of change that down the road. So and even just to bring awareness to it too like a lot yeah. of people don't you we only know our perspective and like obviously if we're on the beach we're seeing the how clear the water is and if it's murky we're gonna be like oh there's a problem yeah. but underneath you know there's like so much and being like going down in there and seeing how the coral reef is just this like beautiful like portrait you know you couldn't even paint something that beautiful because yeah. of how, how like all the fish are just like living in there and there's all these different creatures that's it's like it's crazy man you know even so like with the artists that I work with I'm like that's why I let them do what they want because I want people you know I I would say that like my clothing is different from others because like others are like fishing hooks coming out of the fish and mine is like a great white swimming through like flowers because it it all like works together it's all on like a, a big um like rotation almost you know the the fish uh result to like the flowers because you know the animals on land will have to eat them and does that make sense yeah kind of worded it's all like like a cycle yeah yeah, it's all a cycle and it shows that our actions you know like whatever we're doing and choices we're making with our policies on land are affecting the waters which are affecting the coral reefs and the whole you know everything down there which is affecting us with you know and it's just it's yeah vicious i was lost like i couldn't think of the words but yeah like just the cycle um it's it's crazy man like a lot of people don't realize you know the the salmon swims the grizzly bear picks up the salmon and then you know so on so it's it's really crazy to think that there's a lot of people that either are misinformed on like what's going on or just totally clueless mm-hmm. so yeah yeah it is crazy too i feel like yeah some people don't really apply action until it affects their like 
daily their day to day life. Yeah, like yeah. they go to the beach and it's gross. So they're like, okay, we should like do something about this. But what yeah. about like, you know, there's a lot of choices we make and decisions our like leaders make sometimes that affect like somewhere on a different part of Florida or yeah. something. You know what I mean? A lot of it has to do with like money. Like that's, that's basically it. the whole runoff. Like the Lake Okeechobee runoff that has so much to do with money. You think people in Miami would want, you know, if there was like red tide over there, I don't know if the balance would be, you know, back to the historical way. You know, I don't know if it would go back to normal, but it all has to do with money, you know. And that's like the sad part is plastic straws, you know, that's even minor. But uh, plastic straws have so much to do with money. You think like some business wants people to sip out of a cup with no lid or so like that's a crazy thing to think about is how uh natural it is it is for us to like do those things but our society is trying to like uh steer away from that it's mm-hmm. so, like that's the cool thing yeah because sometimes the things that are most convenient or like profitable for us it's not the best thing to do you know even if yeah. it does make our life like slightly easier to like use a plastic straw or something or just throw it in the trash rather than like recycling a bottle it's like these are little changes we could make that add to like a, a something even greater than ourselves yeah it's crazy like i've heard people even say like oh i'm not gonna do that and it's like why oh it's it's too hard and it's like do you like realize how ignorant you sound like just to realize like if you did super minor things like you said it can make a whole different change mm-hmm. um and i still i catch myself sometimes yeah like don't get me wrong like i'm pretty passionate about it but i'll be like oh gosh i just did that you know um but we just did a beach cleanup on sanibel like the first causeway and it's crazy like you were saying you know you see the water from a perspective but like when we were actually looking for trash it was a whole different ball game like we had literally eight trash bags within 30 minutes full of trash it's crazy like sanibel nicest beach around here like you go out there you're like oh it's so pretty but we were finding like wrappers bottles bottle caps fishing rods like broken half in the like seed grape trees just like so much trash so that eye perspective like when you don't look at it in that way you're blind to it so jeez yeah and even aside from the littering too one time I was, I forget which beach it was, but it was some, some city north of here. It was years ago, I can't remember. But I went on a, like, overnight thing for sea turtles. We, like, went on the beaches overnight to, there was a sea turtle hatching. And yeah. we were, like, a part of a little group that was going to make sure they made it. Like, whenever the, if any of them hatched that night, we'd make sure they made it to the water safely. Because there's, like, so many factors that go into sea turtle um hatching and like just the preservation of sea yeah. turtles in general with our influence the man influence on like the beaches and stuff that wherever the beach was it was somewhere near miami but it was like there's a city right off the beach like south beach type thing where it's like city here sidewalk beach you know what i mean yeah. and like the lights you know there's like all these different policies of having like i think it's orange lights on like the city and whatever right in that zone makes it because the sea turtles their innate like like instincts whenever they wake up is to go towards the moonlight to go like into the ocean but the our lighting 
is so artificial and blinding that they often look at the city and then they go the wrong way and get run over and killed mm. as soon as they're and it's like a huge issue and there's more to it than just that there's like tons of things that cities like that are trying to enact and it was crazy being there that night because you realize all the ways the city isn't complying and it, to me it just seems like that's like just change it you know like yeah. just just put the money into it even if you lose some money as a city that is what needs to happen because look at all these like lives you know it's not human lives but you're all these lives are being lost and like whole species is be declining because you want like your city to look better for like tourism or whatever and like so people buy and there was there were certain shops that wouldn't there was like ordinances and there was like a, one t-shirt shop in particular i don't remember the name but it wasn't complying to the rules like you'd see all these shops have like orange lighting and like d like dimmer lighting and this one was just glaring neon lights and nice. and all the people in that organization knew that place and they're like screw them like they never like they just are aren't thinking of anyone other than yeah. themselves and that's like back to like if the business isn't profiting from it like why do they care yeah you know? and that's that's the sad thing is mm -hmm. to for people to realize that um you know if they don't profit then they don't really care so yeah yeah no that's true that is true where'd you get these at aldi aldi Oh, all the cops. Yep, got some fruit snacks. You want some fruit snacks? I'm good. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I had the the regular Aldi ones, and then I was going down the the new Halloween like autumn products, and I saw the, the Halloween ones. Had to cop those. That's funny. I always love whenever all the the fall stuff comes out in the yeah. grocery stores. Dude, like Halloween's rolling up. I didn't even realize like that it was so soon. Yeah. The past couple months, like flying right by this whole year bro 2021 has just been like here and gone you know it's already nearing the end of the year crazy it's crazy dude next week is episode 100 of our podcast and i was gonna i feel like we're gonna we always decorate for the holidays yeah and i think next week we're gonna start some decorating for halloween that's oh you got fun. to man you gotta go big on that yeah like, that's that's gonna be crazy last year we decorated for christmas too and like the hand we have like you know, four episodes in December and all of them, we had like a Christmas tree up and stuff and that's cool and whatnot. I can't wait. I always love this time of year. Yeah. Start getting some nice weather in. Like I cannot wait. Get rid of the, the rain. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I can't wait for that. It's been raining like crazy. Yeah, yeah. dude. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. And us as skaters, like this is the worst time <laughs> because it's like, we get off work at like five, six, seven. And then it's yeah. like, that's usually when the showers are happening and there's no indoor skate parks around here. Have you so. guys ever skated a uh, oh, uh, ride nature? Love that place. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they have their indoor park in North Fort Myers, the ends. But it's, really? it's yeah, they have very limited hours because it's a super small place. So it's kind of just like for the like ride nature people and immediate like people that sk that skate with the ride nature guys a lot. So they're only open for like skate church a couple times a week. And it's dope. I just never... Norfolk Myers is super far, so I don't yeah, make yeah. it out there too often. Dude, even downtown's far from you guys. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I try to make it there often because like they not only have a cool mini ramp, but they have lights that they let you turn on whenever you go. So you could go like 3 in the morning or really? whatever. Yeah, if you like work at a bar or something, you could yeah. just get off work, go skate the ramp. And um, I mean, as far as I know, they've never kicked me out. It's always just seemed yeah. like a welcoming environment. They're cool. They're like really cool out there. I tried getting the shirts in there back in 2019 and then we just kind of you know went on about our lives but i'm gonna try to go in there and like you know talk to them again they were all about it uh they just wanted us to bring like some samples in but super nice people like i love the whole you know 
backstory behind them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like what they do. Like they do great stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's Worldwide really cool. too. Yeah. That's love, a crazy thing. Like yeah. I went in there, didn't know anything about them. I just saw like this dope place and I'm like, yo, let's stop in here, talk to them. I started researching them online and I was like, What? You know, I almost wanted to do it. I was like, that's crazy. Like these people just travel and you know that's their lives. Like that's mm-hmm. the cool and their like store is super sick. Like they so have sick. like a bunch of skate stuff in there, the little coffee shop, yeah, chairs. I went in there like a couple of times, did some work, and I was like, "This is crazy." I admire the woodwork too. They yeah. like the way they built certain like uh, like displays and stuff. It's, it looks like a lot of it is out of like reclaimed wood and skateboards yeah. and stuff like that. Super cool vibe. It's the the skateboard rack, right? Like yeah, where, like, the shoes are and everything. Mm-hmm. Like the old florida home like you can't beat it like, yeah that's my favorite thing about downtown is just yeah. like the whole vibes inside of an old florida home yeah so. dude yeah we live in a cool place I, lo- I love like just you know all the all the local business around here that yeah. like there is to support that's why we're the same way when it comes to, like ordering shirts and stuff like we could just go through some website or whatever and get a bunch printed but there's people around here who are like trying to make a living with it and yeah. And I feel like it's better in the long run, you know, to to, yeah, to yeah. gain a relationship with that person. That way, like, if you need some special, like, you know, I actually need this in my order this time instead of that, like, they can just have a conversation with you and say yes or no rather than having to, like, email someone yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and the connections you make are, like, that's my biggest thing is, like, you know, connections, connections, connections. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, you know, if you just meet some guy, you know, eat lunch or you talk to some lady, like, hey, you know, my name is Dalton the connections you make the friendships you know let alone crazy mm-hmm. and it'll help yourself out like so much that's why i haven't moved out of florida like i just know so many connections where it makes life so much easier um and giving back to like the small businesses like you said it's it's nice you know it's a uh, satisfying for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when it comes to like hosting events or being a part of events or something it's cool to see how many how many people and like small businesses can come together to make something cool happen. You know, millennial is a good example. Like they always have stuff of just like random, you know, music shows and art shows and this and that. All, all just people around here, you know, that like went to high school around here and are like starting their own thing. Uh, there's actually a food truck. It's called uh, don't give up. And it's these two guys. And, uh, we got to talking at millennial and like their food is amazing. Like let alone, but uh, they were at Scotty's in the Cape. I don't know if you ever heard of yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard of it. But uh, I was driving home from work, and I was going to go get, like, a pub sub. And I saw, like, the open sign at Scotty's, and I saw their truck. And so I pulled off, and I was, like, walking up. Didn't even say anything. Like, yo, dog man, what's up? And I was like, that's cool, you know? Like, that's sick. That's, you know, the connections you make. Um, sat there and bullshitted with them for a little bit. But that's, like, the nice thing, you know, having someone that knows you. And that is, mm-hmm. like, willing to, like, work with you no matter what it is. Um, that's the cool part. Yeah. You know? And it makes it easier, too, because, like, when it comes to, like, networking and making connections and stuff, like, social media marketing is such a big part of it. And now, like, when you get to know somebody and it's, like, an interaction like that, we're, like, first name basis. You all see each other out, like, when you're just doing stuff around town. And, um, 
whenever it comes to like sharing each other's stuff, promoting each other, just helping each other out in any way, you know, social media or otherwise, it just makes it easy because that's like your friend, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not this business associate that you need to like keep good standings with. It's just yeah. the person you care about, you know what I mean? That is true. Did you, when was the last event that you did at uh, Botanical? Uh, I did one today, um, set up my stuff today for Set Life's Support the Fort event, and then it's been a minute before that. I can't remember the last time I set up. I was there with Gohan for, um, it was just some random like botanical event. I wasn't setting up my stuff. But today was the last one. Dang. Yeah, I had an event, and the uh, last one I did was June for uh, the Coral Restoration. Was that the one where you had brought, because I was at one of your events. You, or That's what I thought, you, dude. I yeah. was like... Man, you look so like. After I was looking at the boards, I was like, I'm pretty sure he was there. But, that was like, a dope event too. Dude, I was super busy, but now that you say that, like, that's funny. Yeah, because I remember Captains for Clean Waters was there, and yeah. um, you had the the what was that? It was like a big artificial. Yeah, um, that's ocean habitats. So like they basically put those under docks, and like they oh. tie them off to the pylons, and what happens is like mini, uh, like algae and mini like bait fish basically attach themselves and make it a habitat and uh it filters water so like oysters and uh like clams they all like basically build a little marine home nice yeah that's funny though like i was thinking i'm like i'm pretty sure man like you were at that event yeah and that was one of the few times i've been able to set up inside i'm usually outside with my stuff but that time i was inside with december's table next to me and it was just so cool and it was cool that y'all raffled off that um you raffled that off, didn't yeah. you? And someone so, got that. Uh, I ended up like buying it like off of the person that got it. And then I gifted Annabelle's parents because they live on the river. Yeah. And so they like put it underneath their dock. So like, nice. yeah, it was pretty cool because the girl that got it, she was like, what the hell am I going to do with this? Like, I don't, she lives on the water, but like, it's not her place. Like mm-hmm. she didn't want to set it up. But um, for someone like that that has yeah, a dock and ha- you know yeah. lives right on the water, perfect. And like it's their house; they've owned the house since like the fifties, dude. So her like grandma and grandpa bought the house, and like that was their vacation home. And so like, you know, it's cool that her family like basically you know started it, and then you know she grew up there, and so it's like the cool thing. Um, it actually was like a place they used to bring cattle in. So, like, that's how old this place is. Wow. Yeah. So, like, that's the cool... I'm excited to see, like, how marine life attach themselves. Yeah, so, well, and that'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. They have, like, a huge oak tree back when um, Irma hit. They, like, their oak tree fell over and they, they had to cut it up. So, like, the base of the tree they threw in the water and, like, a bunch of marine life attach themselves. That's and, like, sick. Huge wow. blue crabs, and, like, they go out there and, like, feed them, and, yeah. That's awesome to see. That's cool, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, massive snook swim around it. Like, it's really cool. Do you fish often? I try to. You try to? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on as that. much as I can. I actually do, like, I buy and sell gnus. You guys oh, nice. Heard of those? Hell yeah. Yeah. Heck so, yeah. like, I, I fix them up, and I try to take them out and go fishing, but... What are they running for now? Because I know back back when I looked at them, I wanted one when I worked construction. They're around like 4 Gs for a nice one. Uh, dude, I picked mine up. Like, it's kind of sickening, but uh, the last one I bought was 450 Whoa, 450 $450. <laughs> yeah, so I like sanded it down. It had a trailer, basically fixed it up, painted it, um, sold it for like 17 so Motor already on it? No. 
Okay. So I made, you know, twelve fifty on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you put a motor on it? Did you put yeah, it? yeah yeah like I had a motor I had a three point five on okay okay so the best one I've ever had was a fifteen horse two stroke and this oh, thing shit. is like amazing you so like two strokes you get out in the hole like way faster oh, I bet. yeah um, but this thing would like fly dude I would take it all across Pine Island like these big bay boats would be going past us and we're like flying with them it's like it's scary because you're on a you know little tiny fifteen foot boat but uh. It's it's a game changer. You yeah, like six inches deep, you know, mm-hmm. or shallow. Yeah, so. you know where Mullet Creek is? No, that's like actually right across the street from where we're at now, like where the McDonald's is up here. Sweet. You just go across the street there and take that all the way down. There's like a little marina there, and I always wanted a canoe for that because you could just you pay like ten that bucks or whatever, drop off, yeah. hit that shit, and it's perfect for the back bays, dude. It's canoes like. I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, I have roughly, like, I put $1,000 is basically, like, the most I'll pay for one, and um, you have these people buying, like, $70,000 boats, you know, how often are you going to take it out? This little canoe goes anywhere besides, you know, like, miles off, but um, funny story, like, I took my buddy out, this is, like, last month, and we were just trolling with, like, a little 3.5, and there's, like, a drop-off, like, it was, like, a dam, and you ever seen that Vine, like, years ago, where, like, the two guys are fishing, <laughs> yeah. and, like, yeah. and he's like, oh, it stops, stops, yeah, yeah. So I'm, like, cruising, and, like, my buddy's like, bro, it drops. And I already knew it dropped, and I was like, what, man, I can't hear you. And so, like, <laughs> we're, like, almost about to fall off, and I, like, cut the motor, and he's freaking out, and, like, you know, I'm laughing my ass off, and, like, we're turning, and I'm, like, laughing, I go to reach for the motor, and, like, I cut it so hard that... Like, you have, like, the two prongs on a motor. It was, like, hanging by a thread. And, like, it was, like, 20 feet deep. And I, like, was, like, do not fucking move, man. Like, I got to put the motor back on. But was about to lose my motor. Oh, man. It wasn't so funny anymore. But (laughs) the kid was about to, like, start crying. (laughs) But, um, yeah, man, we took it out. I had a spot that's, like, infested with gators. It was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, uh... I have, like, this huge DeWalt light, and so I'm, like, out there, like, trolling. Well, this, like, motor is giving me issues, and it kept stalling, and so, like, dude, it stalls, and there's, like, literally shining the light, and there's, like, four gators out there. Whoa. It's so scary. The kid's, like, freaking out, like, moving the boat, and I'm, like, dude, like, if you make me fall in, like, I'll be so pissed. <laughs> I mean, we'll probably die, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you remember really. that movie Wild America? Do you remember that movie when we were yeah, kids? I do remember that. There's a, a part in that movie where there it's nighttime and there's like I don't remember I don't even really remember much about this movie, but it's like some kids or brothers or something that like go out on crazy like wildlife adventures. But there's one part where they're at a lake at night and there's something about alligators. Like they fall in and like they've got a flashlight and the alligator ends up like I don't remember specifics about it, but that's exactly what that now. reminded me Dude, of. Dude. It was we were probably out there for five minutes. Like, I got it running again. And I was like, yo, we're putting it back on the trailer. Like, the kid was freaking out. I wanted to see, like, a big gator. But basically, like, you would shine, but, like, you would get blinded because it was so dark. So, like, if you, like, turned it a little bit and it hit your eyes, you would be blind for, like, five minutes. <laughs> so Dang. that was, like, super scary. 
Have you ever had any scary run-ins with wildlife while you're out and about? Sharks. Yeah, sharks are actually like my biggest fear. Whoa. Yeah. Um, we were like spearfishing in the Gulf. I was like 12. And I, like my uncle's like a crazy fisherman. Like the guy's like amazing. So we were out with him and like a couple of his buddies that are like uh, photographers like for Florida sportsmen fishing. And oh, nice. So I was like 12 and we're out there like spear fishing and like out of nowhere like bull sharks just like pop up out of nowhere and like swimming around and aren't so, bull sharks the ones that are super aggressive yeah like bull sharks and tigers and uh my uncle was like he shot a permit fish and was like bringing it in and like this bull shark like came up and like snagged the permit permit fish are like the very narrow fish and like hit it and i was like fuck that dude i'm out like hopped it <laughs> back on the boat and they're all still swimming out there like crazy yeah, and then Sanibel, uh, you know, like, where the bridges are, like, the causeway, mm-hmm. and, like, the lighthouse, well, like, out in the middle is, like, a huge shark hole, and, like, I didn't know, and I was, in try- I was like, trying to impress this girl, I was, like, 14, moved back from Arizona, and there was manatees out there, and I was, like, dude, I'm gonna, go, you know, swim out super deep and try to impress the girl, and so, like, my cousin's fishing, like, over here, and like I'm down the beach and out and it's like in a spot nobody goes to it's on the left of the lighthouse and the girl's standing there and my cousin's like casting out and there's this lady like tanning she's like oh look at the sharks and so my cousin starts casting them but they were like swimming out by me the manatees disappeared I'm like what the fuck so I'm just chilling out I was probably like 75 yards out like I was deep and um Next thing you know, I hear, shark, shark. Dude, I was just, like, hauling ass on water. They said, like, you know, I'm a pretty good swimmer. I wouldn't say, like, you know, lifeguard type, but I was hauling ass. I thought I was done. Damn, that must have been so scary. I was, yeah, 14. It was very scary. Uh, Jeez, I'll do it. I hate sharks, too. It's just, like, dude, I'd have a heart attack before, like, I'd even get hit. Right. You know, the movies where it just, like, goes down. Uh, my brother actually just got back yesterday from shark cage diving, so he went to like, the uh, to California and then he got on a bus to like Mexico, and stayed on a boat for like a week. Damn. And, uh, so yeah, there's like clips of like great whites swimming behind his face, wow, like, his head. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you ever so, seen Forty Seven Meters Down? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's. I'd never go. Yeah. <laughs> I would like would send him clips of that movie. Be like, "What would you do, man?" <laughs> so that's funny. That'd be so crazy. That was something I really feared whenever I I was scuba diving. Was like seeing some something unexpected that like you know you never know what what there is down there. And there's like barracudas and stuff. When I was there, there's like shit that could bite you or like be aggressive yeah. or whatever. But they don't because you're you're down there in their environment and like if you're just like moseying along, they're just doing their thing. Yeah, I mean that is like. Dude, the ocean's crazy, you know? There was, like, a video of this guy. He's from, like, Australia. He uh, was on a paddleboard and, like, a sea snake. It was on TikTok, and, like, the sea snake just, like, swam up to him, and they're, like, very venomous. And he, like, fucking tapped it and was like, dude, get out of here. Like, it was, like, five, six feet long. Yeah, I saw that, actually. Yeah. yeah. That shit was crazy as fuck. You're right. Dude, wild. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy that people, like, swim with great whites. Like, you ever seen those, like, free divers that just, like, run right up against it? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. (laughs) Crazy. Heck no. Yeah. 
That'd be insane. What do you think is scarier, open waters or like just wading out like through the Everglades type, like like oh, mod- like swampy? Uh, open waters, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not scared of gators. Nah. No. Nah. Like. Don't get me wrong, like, a 12-foot is pretty, you know, that would mess you up, but I don't know, man. You, have you guys ever been to Peace River? I've never been. I've always wanted uh, to. So I got, like, a shark, like, tooth tattoo, actually. Sick. Yeah. Okay. That's, like, what my dad and I used to do. Peace River is, like, the river full of, like, shark teeth. Yeah. And uh, we'd run in with gators all the time, but, like, sharks are fucking scary, dude. Can you imagine, like, just, like, sitting, up, you know, up, on, like, on top of the water and just not knowing what's underneath you? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's definitely, definitely a fear. I th- But my fear between gators and sharks are probably about the same. Really? Yeah, just for being in the water and have some shit, like, being able to, like, like, gator, and gators probably worse, honestly, because, like, gators are known to, like, They'll like fucking bite you and fucking do drag they, you down and dr- do drown you. Yeah, like they'll 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 roll and try to like drown you before they eat you, because they want to. They'll like kill you first and yeah. then fucking eat you. I'm like damn. And I feel like sharks won't. I don't know. I guess if you're like wading out in a swamp, I feel like you're more likely for a alligator to mess with you. I don't know though. Than a shark to like attack you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like it they is, would need to see everyone, you as a food. Everyone says I'm like crazy. They're like, dude, you're. You know, crazy as fuck to think that, or like to believe that you're more scared of sharks than alligators. But um, did you guys see the video of the lady? Like, yes, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. What that was scary. Oh bro. my god, dude! Yeah. And like, she handled it so well. Yeah, but like, dude, yeah. for her, she was like laughing and like just ripped her to pieces. Like, you know, just kept turning. <laughs> yeah. And then for the guy, like the bystander, they like left him in with the gator. You guys notice that? Like, she was like, he was like sitting on top of it, just some random civilian and like no gator experience. And they're like, all right, man, like, just you're gonna hop off. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, I wouldn't even know what I would do in that, you know? Yeah, Yeah, fuck. It's hard to imagine. I'd be afraid in the, the swamp scenario, I'd be afraid of a lot more than just alligators, though, because of like water moccasins and just like snakes and whatever, like, is might be. I don't know, dude. I just feel like they're, yeah, for me, like, there's. I don't know though, because like deep ocean, there's way more unknown than a swamp. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I've like, always been afraid of like being stranded at sea, though. Like that's something that like ever going like deep sea fishing or something. I always yeah. just imagine like, yo, what if we're just out here? And, like, Start hallucinating it. and like, there's those videos though, like those guys who are just in their rafts and they've been there for like seven days. It was recent. The guy was like, oh, the only reason why I'm living is because of my uh, wetsuit. I don't know if you guys saw that. No, no. No. He was, like, stranded for, I think, seven days at sea, and he had, like, a wetsuit, and if he didn't have it on, it would have killed him, because he would have, like, went into shock or something. Jeez. And, uh, it's crazy, man. I I would have a heart attack. Yo, imagine being nighttime, no lights, stranded out at sea. What? How do you even... No, there's nothing worse. Bro. Because even just being at the beach sometimes at night, I've been like, yo, you just... Like, when we were in Sanibel, me, you, and Bree. Yeah. And just, you can, like, the beach is sick at night. I love it. But, like, when you're just out in the water and you just look out, you're yeah. just like, I cannot see anything, you know? Just moonlight. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, let alone, like, dude, 
like coastline, like you said, you know, like stingrays or whatever it is. Like it would be, you don't know what's out there. Daytime, man. Like the the ocean's crazy. It's crazy to see those yeah. overhead shots of like beaches when like you see there's like sharks not that far away from like everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Because they do just like chill. They're not really good just going like Jaws type thing where they're just going to eat everybody. But I guess. <laughs> Depending on the type of shark, because, like, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. No, so, like, my brother has drone shots from, like, this past week. And basically, there's, like, two baits out in the water. And, like, it's tuna. And, like, two great whites would swim up, snag the bait, and, like, veer off. And then, out of nowhere, dude, two more would come up, like, within five seconds. You would not even see it and, like, snag the bait. Crazy. Was, like, yeah, he he just said like you could be sitting out there, and like out of nowhere, like just creeping up by you. So, fuck. That's the. Uh, I'd have a heart attack, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. What do, What would you rather have a run in with, a gator or a shark? Because I think I could probably. Probably easier to get away from a shark, than a gator. I don't, yeah, I'd probably, I don't know, because I've never really had a huge fear of alligators either. I mean, granted, I've never, like, been on, like, a canoe in places where, like, a, there's alligator right there or yeah. whatever. Like, I haven't been in that many. You ever caught one? No. Never caught one? No. But, the, but though, like, there's one place we used to uh, camp, uh, Okaluchi Slough, we used to camp, and there's Panther Pond, and at Panther Pond, there's hella alligators in there, and if you shine a light out at night, you can just see all their eyes, like, yeah. where they where they camp out. And it's, I like it. Like, it's cool. I like, enjoy, like, going by the water and just, like, not being stupid, but, like, going by the water and just, like, looking at the the wildlife and stuff. But I've also heard that there's... No, I, I wouldn't... I, I'd say alligator. Because <laughs> a shark, if it gets you, you're dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a shark attacks you in, in the water, I feel like I have less chances of, like, getting what freedom. What would you do? What would you do? Uh, didn't we talk about this? You shouldn't... They say you should, like, punch it, but that's actually a myth. You should jab it in the eyes. Yeah. That's what you should try. But if I'm in the water with a shark, I'm not going to be able to accurately poke it in the eye yeah. or something. I, I don't know like, what I, I would do. I feel like I could, bro. Probably have a heart attack. Like, that's probably what I would do. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But, like, open water... Like, open water, like... You know, rather than being, like, knee-deep, chest-deep... Like, if you see a gator coming... Now, if it's, like crocodiles especially like they can stay underwater for super long um but if i'm like knee deep or you know waist and i see a gator like you can at least get out of the water but like once you see the fin i'd, I'd die of a heart attack you know that's true and that's the that's thing true. too is alligators yeah, like I, I feel like you're gonna s- again i don't know shit but like you see i feel like you'd see an alligator more often before it gets you than you'd see a shark before it gets you because like there's so much water underneath you that like a shark can just like get your leg or yeah. like or whatever, you know, and it can swim just like the way it can dart and swim. And you ever seen the show I Was Prey? Mm-mm. You ever heard of that show? I Was Prey? It's oh. by a bunch of different animals though, right? Yeah. 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 yeah it's Dude, like that's a, an old show. Yeah, yeah. It's Dude. like old as fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. like Discovery Channel. Just, like, yes, sir. Yeah, years bro. Ago. They, yeah, they had a fucking, they had this lady, her honeymoon, she went to like the, I think she was on like the Nile River or some crazy shit, and she was canoeing or kayaking down it. And a saltwater croc like came up, thirteen footer, got her by the arm, yanked her down, took her Imagine. all the way down, and like broke her arm, 
and fucking like try to rip her up. I don't know how, but she survived because she wow. was she was able to she was on the show. She told the story. My biggest uh, dude, that show like scared the fuck out of me. Same. Like dude. I was like seven or eight years Same. old. Um, I'll never forget. This is probably another reason why I hate sharks. Like I don't hate them, but scared. Um, this lady was like kayaking in the marina in Boston, and like in a fucking marina. And a great white came up and, like, hit her out of the kayak. And I was like, dude, you're in a marina. Like, let alone if you're out in, like, the open water. And uh, Shark Week, they did, like, a series of, like, impacts. Like, how a shark will hit you, like, with, like, the dummy seals. Damn. You probably die on, like, impacts. Really? I, like... Dude, they gotta have some force. If they can shoot up out of the water and, like... They can get some air, like, they can get out of the water. That means swimming upwards, you have to have such, like, a force. Uh, so if they hit your boat from going that, or hit your kayak or something? No, if, like, you're just, like, you know... Oh, if it hits you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> Jeez. That'd be yeah, such a like, weird feeling. I don't know what the actual height that they get, but it's, like, insane. Really? Yeah, I've seen slow-mo shots feet. of yeah. just fucking... Yeah. yeah, true. Wow. I always thought seeing a whale jump out of water would be... I saw a video of, like, someone, and then, like, pretty close to them, they're, like, videotaping a whale, and then there's a video of a whale right next to it, just, like, shoo! Yeah. Uh, They freak out. So cool, dude. That would have been cruel. Yeah. Crazy, though. I'd have probably shit my pants there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm someone that, like, dude, you gotta respect animals. Like, I feel that all the way, all across the board, you know? Like, you hear the the stories about, like... Except cats. (laughs) Disrespect. No, I'm just kidding. But no, like a lot of these animals, like they can, the truth is they can kill you in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like they can snap, you know, they can, you're done. Your life's over. Same with like grizzly bears and like monkeys, you know what I'm saying? The stories of like people trying to have monkeys as pets. And And it's crazy because they like, they let people live. Like think about it, you know, the guy that got like attacked by a grizzly bear. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the video, it was a couple years ago. Like, ears are hanging, like, mm. nose was, like, hanging, what? and it was a grizzly bear, and, like, he's, like, taking a selfie video, and he's, like, yo, I just got mauled by a, you know, I think it was a, either a grizzly bear, some type of bear that, you know, ate his face off, but. That's crazy, um, dude, that's twisted. Jeez. They basically let people live, though. Like, think about, you know, in the wild when, like, a crocodile will take out, like, a, um, sometimes, like cheetahs or like cheetahs will you know eat the crocodiles like they don't let them escape yeah know? yeah they're trying to like so like for all these people to have stories like it's crazy that like we were talking about earlier like the feelings that animals have you know fuck snakes but <laughs> <laughs> uh it's crazy like a lot of animals i feel like you know have feelings that like they're not feelings but they know what's going on. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I agree with that. I always say that about dogs, too. Like, a lot of people, dogs don't speak English, but, like, the way you speak to an animal, you know, like, people jokingly, like, talk shit to an animal, and I'm someone who thinks that, like, they know what you're doing, you know, even Dude, if you're yeah. joking, like, they understand that you're, like, picking at them right now. Dogs are so smart. So smart. Like, we literally use them in any, like, safety, you know, police use them, mm-hmm. military uses them. Mm-hmm. Like, they are super smart. Like cats are. Every animal is basically, besides snakes. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Even snakes. Like every animal is. It's super intelligent, and it's crazy. Like fish, um, dolphins. Man, dolphins are crazy smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when you put it on a scale, for what they are and what they do, 
they're like they're actually like geniuses. Like that's like, what I've heard. Like bees, bees can and wasps. Bees can come out the fucking womb, and they know how to make a house yeah. for themselves and food to live. You know. And it's like, if you were human and you were just out the womb, you had to build a house and fucking get food. It's like, holy shit. And they like, they know communication, like ants, like it, it's insane. A lot of people don't like think about it. Um, but like the communication and the way that they work together, uh, for dolphins like to swim up to boats and like know that humans, like that's crazy, right? Yeah. It's almost like when a dog hears like treat or like yeah the up. dolphins just right yeah, up there swimming yeah. saying hi wow. and it's probably the same for animosity too like an animal yeah. knows like when you're just like screwing around on their their part of like the forest or whatever like they're just gonna rip your face off and leave you it's yeah. like go ahead <laughs> and uh like being protective like how the mother of like their cubs or like, especially alligators like you will get messed up that like you know is a whole nother uh comparison you know with a baby alligator and a mama compared to like a shark yeah yeah yeah. that's when stuff changes because they will like literally chase you on land like you get out of the water they do not care so that'd be so scary we talked about that on the podcast too being chased on land by an alligator how scary that would be because they say to run zigzags right is that like Uh, dude i'm running as fast as i can (laughs) (laughs) that's i don't think you know, who would ever think that? Like, if a 12-foot alligator's running at you, you're hauling ass. Like, yeah. you're going to get out of that situation as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially because, like, because they say they run super fast. Like, yeah. they say they can actually, like, book it. And that would just seem weird to me because of how, like, big and, like, sl- like sloppy they are, you know? Like, yeah. it seems like they would just kind of slide across the ground. But you see lizards... And it, the, little lizards. Uh, so iguanas, an alligator group. Iguanas. iguanas yeah, yeah, they're just flapping across. Yeah. Alligators can do the same <laughs> thing, I bet, dude. They do. They do. You ever seen an alligator run? No, I don't they're think I ever have. Fuck, dude. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Bro, that'd be so yeah. scary. Fast as fuck on land. Imagine if it killed you on land. Like, you're fucking around in its water and, like, or, or something, messing with its, like, nest, and then it chases you on land and you get, like, back to your car and it kills you. Yeah, that's Did you guys see that video of. I think it was local, the guy, like, reaching in the water. Like, the alligator grabbed his dog. He, oh, like, I did see that. I, yeah. I think it was Naples. I could be wrong, but, dude, the guy's, like, smoking a cigar or a cigarette, like, <laughs> reaches in, grabs his dog. Like, that that blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, he gets the dog out. Yeah. That's crazy. That's one thing that blows my mind, too, is, like, the stupidity of some people when it comes to that sort of thing like having like your kid play by the water animal small dog play by the water it's like bro alligator's gonna eat up your dog bro you gotta watch out it is uh it's pretty crazy though because you would never like i hear stories people biking like just biking near water and like alligator will come out and snag them wow yeah and it's like you would never expect that Mm -hmm. for real that's i mean let alone swimming at the beach you know who would yeah. think that like people would get you know eaten by a, a shark and like i don't think that you'd actually get eaten but like you know snag the limb or something mm-hmm. so yeah i ain't got time to be fucking losing limbs out here and shit i never had that many scary run-ins with animals have you yeah dude honestly <laughs> honestly man just recently i have bro it's been the weirdest thing like i live in briarcliff I don't know if you know where that's yeah. at, but 
like we see some crazy shit. I mean, like we've got chickens, but are there like boars out there and stuff? Yeah, the six mile cypress slough is like there's nothing on the other side of my backyard, and that's just like if you were to walk that path a mile, you'd get to the end gates of six mile cypress slough. So we get all sorts of shit, and yeah, we've woken up to like family of boars just picking up our front yard, just like like you know doing what they do. They just dig up the ground. I'm like, damn. But I was like coming on the extension, coming home from here actually. Saturday night, windows down. I'm going like, you know, get, I just got on the extension and I, I see like dogs, like two dogs on the extension. I'm like, damn, yo. And then one of them like booked it and one of them started to book it. And I was going like slowing down, slowing down. And I realized they're coyotes. And I'm like, oh shit. And then one of them like, he went and then turned around and he literally like, my car is here and he like, is running real close here to the point where I saw like his teeth in his mouth. Like he was like, <laughs> he, was he was like snarling. Yeah. And his fucking teeth are all like showing. And I'm like, I'm rolling up my windows as I'm like fucking smashing the gas. Just like, I, I thought I hit him too. Like it was like, Shoo. and I was like, just looking back. I was like, damn, I didn't crazy. feel nothing. That was crazy. And then driving down Briarcliff, similar situation. I'm in Briarcliff though. A deer just comes out, jumps across the road. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> never seen what the fuck, man? That happened all the time in Pennsylvania. I've never seen a deer in Florida. Really? No, I have. When we went You'll camping. You see him in like Stony Brook. Oh, really? Believe it or not. Yeah, what? I was fishing. I was fishing in Stony Brook with Austin and a deer. I, actually, I think it was a doe or something. It didn't have horns. So it was just like fucking just trotting i was like oh shit what so the cool fuck? looking it was so cool when you just have, like, have them in your yard yeah i bet yeah there's a lot of woods out there like by stony brook mm-hmm. and then like the highway obviously um dude in arizona we had run-ins with coyotes all the time Damn. that'd be so scary yeah Damn. so like we lived in basically like all the neighborhoods connected that was like the cool part but the local movie theater was like a shortcut if like our parents didn't take us, we would walk across the desert instead of like walking the highway. And uh, there was like a time, or like my buddies and I would always walk together. <clears throat> but uh, you know, if there's a group of coyotes, you know, if there's a couple of you, they won't do anything. But I was walking by myself one night, and like three, four showed up, and like I was looking for whatever in the desert, and like it was near a community, so there was like metal scraps inside the desert, and I like picked those up and I started hitting the ground, like, but they're not like as big as people you know what i mean like you could literally like kick it and it would like fly away really yeah they wow. weren't now like i saw a huge coyote like as big as him dude and uh we were driving home from school one day and like massive coyote and i was like oh dude look at the dog and like we drove past it and it was a huge coyote yeah damn like wolf size yeah, damn. wolves would be scary. Dude. Yeah, the dude. movies about like in the woods, like I don't remember. There's that one with Liam Neeson, right? Where it's like something about wolf, like packs of wolves. Yeah. that would be so scary because wolves are huge, dude. Dude, and they like work together. Yeah, yeah. pack, dude. Yeah, you'd be. I'd be friends with wolves. <laughs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> Start them. Yeah, you just be like, we're good, we're good, right, Paul? <laughs> there's a place uh, throughout Florida that like you can literally adopt like a wolf. Like, you have to have a bunch of clearance, but they, like, wow. don't, like, breed them, but they, I think they rescue them, and then, like, the pups, and uh, these things are huge. Yeah, forget the name yeah. of that place. Yeah, I, I, Mom used to tell us about it, I think. I think it starts with an M, but uh, I, know I follow them on Facebook, and it's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah I think they've got one in Naples, right? I think so, yeah. 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 Or it's, like, wolf. It's like a wolf sanctuary. 
yeah it's like wolf m something i don't know but it's crazy like it is pretty pretty dope yeah that'd be cool dude that'd be really cool i would adopt a wolf dude that would be a that'd be sick take him to the dog park at a stereo wreck <laughs> everybody out <laughs> everybody out everybody out i feel hard enough taking him dude so what has he done to that oh i know i gotta buy kylie slippers He's just destroyed that slipper. <laughs> no. I heard him chewing it, and I thought about going and taking it, but he already destroyed it, so I was like, I already got was it. Was that, like, real time? Like, that just happened? Yeah. Like he, I he thought just that was a toy the, the whole time. And, bro, he had yeah. both of them in his cage the other day. Like, I, he just... Uh, I, so he's been fucking with the slipper? Yeah, and I had to scold him multiple times. He knows better. And he's just sitting there having time his Look life. Look at him. No, time like, his life. You're mine now. He's like, oh, yeah, love this. Yes. Dude, he chews up everything. He just loves destroying things. He doesn't just love chewing things. He actually likes ripping things to shreds. How old is so, he? He's uh, uh, not a year and a half yet. I'm waiting to fix him until he's a year and a half. Gosh. Yeah. He's still got a little bit of growing. Yeah, he's going to gain like 40 pounds. Yep. And, he's going to bulk up a little. Because yeah. right now he's super lanky. He's tall and yeah. lanky. Yeah. He'll bulk up a little. Still that puppy stage. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he'll call... I feel like his behavior will calm down a lot once he's fixed. Because right now a lot of his like crazy attitudes are just like when he's feeling some type of way yeah down in some you get all slippers. anxious huh dude hey we see you hey now you're being so sweet huh <laughs> one thing we do like to ask the guests as we get near the end of the episode is um like if you if all of your current like plans and goals and whatever come to fruition what do you think your day would look like in five years fishing <laughs> no um i actually want to have like my own coral sanctuary so i want to get like some sort of degree like marine biology and um basically like have a huge like sanctuary that like schools can come and research and basically like come together and try to you know research on how to bring coral back and like mm-hmm. marine life and basically you know marine health um and to restore the waters and so basically like just a huge piece of property working at the sanctuary going out in the boat like testing water uh, ph levels and fishing a lot thank you <laughs> yeah. what about you guys like what is your uh five-year goal have we answered this on the podcast i don't five think so years. man five-year goal i think at this point in time a five-year goal Assuming, because we got a lot of other things going on on the side too, but assuming this and everything else puts us where we want to be in five years. We'll be recording episode 600. (laughs) Oh, 600. You guys better be at like 6,000. We'll be doing it full time, man. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. We'll be doing more than one a week. Exactly. So we'll, I I think. I'll be running the skate shop. No. That'll be a thing. Okay. Go ahead. We're going to, we're going to be in, because it's the plan from the beginning. We're going to be. Probably have a location in downtown Fort Myers, hopefully, and uh, be like a where like not like a warehouse thing, but like an office front building yeah. with yeah like a skate park, like clothing, fucking merch type thing with a stage for so we can do events there. There, got a gym, got a skate park, all indoor, a private office up top, office up top with a podcast, podcast studio, podcast studio and shit. Um, yeah, we want to make a place where it's like activity based where a lot like our main thing is skateboarding. So if like at the end of the day, we always feel like two skateboarding skateboarders need to be treated more like athletes. So in our minds, like having that facility and 
members could pay like a set fee a month, like 20, 25 bucks a month and have a, like a key fob access, access to, to just come and go as they please. Yeah, so if you're rehabbing like, from an injury, yeah. you have access to the, the gym facility. So it'd be like 24 seven access to a dude, skate that's like, park. That's life changing. Private gym. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. We needed that. We needed that in certain parts of our life. And yeah. I think as a community, we still need that and facilitating this and what we do, putting the podcast studio there would and draw a whole new crowd there and then hosting events there too. He can sell art and everything that he does, have a skate front shop for it. It'd be sick, man. Yeah, dude. There's the old fire station on MLK. Yeah. True. Dude, I love, like, I want that place so bad, but, I mean, for you guys, like, that would be sick. There's sometimes yeah. I'm driving through town and I see, like, a place, like, that old gas station off of, by, by the extension where, where you live, that old gas station that's yeah, run yeah. down. I always yeah. think, like, dude, imagine if that just got, like, gutted out like that property was owned and you have a giant concrete space where gas pumps were to be like some you know because it could be like indoor outdoor type yeah. thing yeah one step at a time though that's where we want to go though dude that's no i see it though for sure like that would be so insane basically your guys like little own espn yeah because yeah. it'd, yeah. it'd be like mixing everything we do you know it'd be like the skate shop it'd be the yeah. art it'd be like because we could sell local brands in the shop you know what yeah. i mean so we could have like a little display for green bites desserts and like john can drive it over and like we could pick up our orders from him and we can have deep grill shirts yeah. like all sorts of like local band shirts green and bites like are that. fire dude love green yeah, bites. Yeah. Green bites are so super fire. shout out john he's killing yeah. it bro killing it yeah he's he's on top right now leveling up he's killing but, uh, it. yeah dude that's that's sick so you guys want to stay in fort myers yeah yeah i used to always want to move i used to want to go to like portland eventually and like live somewhere like that like city like that but the more the more I've like lived and I lived in Pennsylvania for a little bit, getting back here, I just realized like this is where I need to be. Yeah. Like and especially right here, like mom lives down the road, brother lives literally like walking distance right there, older brother, uh, sisters shortly down the road, you know, still walking distance. Danny is just right down the road with his wife, and it's just crazy. Like all of us being right here, it makes it so that like if one of us needs something or one of us is going yeah, through yeah. something, you know, it's just like. It's cool because not everyone has that, you know yeah. what I mean. So for me to like move away and just like pick up and start somewhere else, it'd be fulfilling for me in a lot of ways. But staying here would be just like and that's what like needs to happen. The connections, man. Yeah, like back mm-hmm. to it, the friendships that you like, you know, make over the years. You can always make it somewhere else, but it's like, you know, it is hard getting connections. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually meeting people that friendships like matter almost. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, dude, I see it. I see you guys like the five years. That would be crazy cool. Yeah, you too, dude. Because yeah. imagine, imagine taking in a podcast guest like in that scenario where it's like you walk through like I don't yeah. know. Because I, I can see it, bro. It's in my head like clear as day. So yeah, we Deep keep working. City Palms five years from now. Yeah, could you imagine like? bringing back OG guests and like, yeah dude, oh, we yeah. talked about with Judah Judah was saying like you know one year I'm gonna come back and we'll see what cars like what my fleet looks like yeah. one year from now yeah and, it's and, re- gonna and, and realistically man like we want to always do that like you know we want to always focus on having guests back in you know years years or even like you know six months down the road if big things have yeah. happened touch back on and it's just it's just fun because um, a lot happens in even just one year like oh, Nate, yeah. Nate have you heard of Nate Traveler by chance mm-hmm Nate Morales, he is a friend of ours from, like, school, you know? Like, he knew him whenever we were in high school and stuff, and he's, like, started doing music, and he is blasting off. Like, he's doing music independently. Oh, this is a recent, like, recent post you guys made about him? 
like something to do with uh, music getting taken off. Oh, and that was One Way TV. Mm. He's another good example, though, where, like, these are people legitimately, like, making their dreams come true. Judah, too. Judah's a good example. Like, making their dreams come true. You know what I mean? And we can see that happening, like, from talking to someone at one point in time and then just watching for, like, a year or two. They're going to go through so much stuff and accomplish so much that, like, it'd be a privilege to talk to them again and be like, yo, like, look at all these things you did. You know, let's reflect on that a little bit. You guys had uh, Justlo on here, right? Yeah, oh, yeah that was yeah. a great yeah. episode. I was like scrolling just to kind of see, like, you know, how far you guys came. And I, dude, that's crazy. Justlo, like, uh, I think it was 2018, 2019, I started. My buddy's Hunter Weeks, um, Annabelle's boyfriend. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, him. So, like, he kind of put me on Justlo, and I was like, damn, dude, this guy's from Fort Myers. Like, mm-hmm. Fort Myers, dude, has so much talent. And, like, I think yeah. the world doesn't understand that you know even with athletes or entrepreneurs artists uh, yeah bro so well, who was it sammy watkins was in the super bowl yeah trey Crazy. boston Deion sanders like dude i could go on about sports but let alone like um baby jake yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. dominic that. fike yeah. his album right behind you yeah they uh i think baby jake went to bishop i think i could be wrong on that but dude so much talent like it's it's pretty insane so it's cool to kind of you guys are let alone like surrounding yourself with it so as everyone else you know blows up you guys will be right there so and it's cool to like we've always loved doing this because like it's not that often you get to just sit down and talk with someone for like an hour or two hours with zero phones zero like side things happening other than freaking go on chewing up a sliver going ham (laughs) but yeah but uh you know, you don't get often to do that with someone. And so, so to just, like, really talk and, like, get to know each other, it's, like, it's dope, you know? So even yeah. if, like, I don't know, dude, it, it's almost like uh, documenting some of these things, yeah. you know? Like, some like really reflecting on what is happening and what we want to happen, like, our goals and dreams and stuff. I think it's really important to just sit down and talk about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, like, the way that things progress is, like, the more you talk about it and, mm-hmm. like, the way that you kind of put it out there then the things start like blowing up even more Mm -hmm. like for yourself or ideas you know that's like the cool thing once you tell someone your idea like the the athletic program that you guys like want to do for skaters like i've never heard anything of that and like so then like that almost sparked something for me in other ways you know because other ideas that you haven't heard of might progress for something else you know does mm-hmm. that make sense mm-hmm. yeah 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 where did that like really weird but basically when someone tells you something then you can like take little things from that and it opens your ideas for so many other things yeah exactly yeah, yeah dude and especially for people in the same field like if you're someone coming up around here trying to like be a rapper or a singer songwriter or something and you see someone who is also from around here like yeah. went to a high school near yours and is now like in hollywood like doing things that's just I feel like Dom was an example of someone who is just one of us. And he's, yeah. he's now, like, made his dreams come true and he's a superstar. So it makes you realize, oh, I can also do it if I, like, just approach it the right way and give it, give it like, put into it what I am, you know? Like, don't try to be someone else. Just be me. Because that's what Dom always was, was he's just, like, him. You know what I'm saying? His style yeah. is, like, very unlike others. And now he's famous for it. So it's, like, whatever your endeavor is or your company is, just it's just got to be you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's that's when it'll start to blossom and back from the start like the way that we kind of started this off you know was like figuring out how you do it you know from your personal life to your work life and then to your like dreams and goals life 
that's cool that like we all go through it no one is just like boom here you go man like you're gonna be you know like you here's said, your Dominic budget Fudge. here's your like, hours yeah he had to go through being himself and like doing something that no one else did and we're all going through that mm-hmm. you know but that's what how success is like started yeah it's so, yeah, pretty yeah. cool Okay. And you can just like make it whatever like with this juggling act we talked about like it's it's hard to pull off and it's really hard to like make make your passion your career at some point but the more you just try to make it fun for you and like make it your day-to-day life like I try to relate it to working out or something where yeah. like it's hard for some people it's hard to like get to a gym for like an hour every day to like make their fitness goals or whatever but if you like try to just make it your day-to-day thing like that's why I like putting like the thing in the, the pull-up bar in the frame yeah. of the kitchen because then like you see it every time you walk into the kitchen. So you could just realistically you could do twenty pull-ups every time you walk into your kitchen. And that then if true. you do that throughout your whole day, like that's not that hard or twenty pull-ups is kinda hard, but like <laughs> do five. Yeah. And then that way if you do that every time you ever walk in your kitchen, you by the 20. end of your day you've done like how many pull-ups, you know, yeah. and you didn't have to go to a gym at all. And that's just kind of a weird example. But like No, it's true. Like um I, I have like the same mindset when I go to the gym, like you know, hundred pushups is a lot, you know, for some people, but if you like branch it out, like you said, you know, do 20 right here, do 20, your next set. And if you did that in between every single workout, dude, you're going to be like super jacked. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, uh-huh. that's the, like to have the mindset of resting and like not progressing basically it puts a lot of people back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really just about like finding what works for you and your situation, yeah. you know, like wherever you can fit in time to like work on your website, wherever you can find time to do some social media marketing. Like it's tough, but it yeah. can be done. You know, you just, it's just specific to the person. Some people try to find formulas and they try to find like answers to how do I get this to work for me? But really it's like, you got to draw from lots of different techniques and like just make it work for you. That was my hardest like thing was finding uh, time management. Yeah. So like, when am I going to work on the website? When am I going to do, you know, my graphics, my uh, marketing, my advertising? Um, and then the biggest thing was when people ask you like, oh man, how's this going? And you're like, dude, just shut up. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I just got done thinking about it. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. About it. <laughs> um, but, you know, figuring out and like, once you get that time management down, it's literally a coasting. Yeah. You, know? you almost like feel it clicking. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It took me a long time. Like they're even shipping orders out. Like, I'll be honest. Like I was terrible at it. Um, still kind of getting to that point but i do like everything on my own so like just going to the post office i'm like damn dude like not today Mm -hmm. and then tomorrow comes and you're just like dude i got so much going um but you know it's getting better and like once you get it it clicks yeah it, it makes life so much easier so yeah for sure yeah yeah um, ready to wrap it up? We've been going for a minute. Yeah, cameras are dying. Yeah, can't, this is the only camera still going, but if you wanted to tell the viewers where they can find you, like anything Sweet. you got coming up that you want them to check out or any websites or social media. Uh, so you can website deepkrill.com. Uh, Instagram is deepkrill. Facebook, deepkrill. So okay. basically deepkrill. Deep <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. Snag that. That's good. Easy. Yeah. Heck yeah, bro. Thanks for coming, too. Yeah, like, dude, this yeah, is sick. I'm sorry we had to reschedule, yeah, but, like, yeah, this has been a great conversation, and it's bro. funny that, like, we already had the event. Yeah. And, like, the more I was thinking, I was like, dude, I've seen this guy before. Like, that's too funny. Small world. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Where can they find us at, Danny? 
You can find us at City of Palms Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Instagram. Get some fire merch. Last camera just died, so I guess that's uh, our that's our outro. You want to say anything, Gohan? <laughs> Hit him with the outro. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. get. <laughs>